Welcome to the Staying Ages podcast, a show that will equip you with the major keys to achieve extraordinary longevity. This is your girl, Associate E. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And today on the show, we'll be talking about the amazing anti-aging benefits of spermidine. To get this longevity party started, I'll give you a brief rundown on what spermidine is, how it can be used to slow aging, and some foods and spices rich in antioxidants. Later today, we'll be chatting with our expert, Leslie Kenny, who's the owner of Oxford Healthspan. I am so grateful to have each and every one of you tuning into the show from all over the world. Shout out to listeners in the USA, the UK, Ireland, Spain, South Africa, Nigeria, Ghana, Uganda, France, Germany, and much more. If today's show inspires you, I'm inviting you to go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me to get feedback, so any reviews are much appreciated. Hey y'all, hey. So today I want to talk about an incredible compound called spermidine. Spermidine is a natural substance that's been getting a lot of attention recently for its anti-aging effect. Y'all know I am always on the lookout for natural ways to maintain youthful vitality and spermidine may just be one of the best kept secrets out there. So story time, I got to tell you the story first. Um, After I did this interview with our amazing guest, which you will listen to, I tried their spermidine supplement for a period of two months or so. I wasn't even two month three yet. I mostly tried it because I had this very annoying white hair that popped up in the middle of my forehead, like in the middle of my forehead in the front. And then she had mentioned that spermidine had reversed white hairs in some of her clients. So I took the spermidine for about two months and the white hair is no longer there, y'all. For real. So um, um, all I'm going to say is that this stuff seems to work. (laughs) All right. So research has shown that spermidine has a plethora of benefits for our bodies, such as improving mitochondrial function, promoting autophagy, and reducing inflammation. And all of these effects contribute to the anti-aging benefits of spermidine. The best part is that spermidine is a natural compound. It can actually be found in a variety of plant-based foods that are also high in antioxidants, things like broccoli, soybeans, peas, and mushrooms. And of course, if you add in some of my favorite antioxidant-rich spices like turmeric and cinnamon, um, which obviously make a delicious and healthy addition to any meal. Spermidine has been shown to have a variety of anti-aging effects on both animal and human studies. Spermidine in plant-based foods high on the ORAC scale, the oxygen radical absorbance capacity scale are important for promoting overall health and for reducing the risk of chronic diseases. So it can induce the induction of autophagy, which is a process that helps to clear away damaged cells and promote cellular health. I call it taking out the trash, just like your cells taking out the trash, um, which because you know when autophagy breaks down, you get things like Alzheimer's and other issues. Um, as you know, plant-based foods that are high in antioxidants help to reduce oxidative stress and inflammation in the body, which are major contributors to the development of chronic diseases such as heart disease, cancer, and diabetes. So obviously including more plant-based foods in general, but then if you also include spermidine-rich foods, you get another layer of benefit. 
Um, here are some plant-based foods and spices that are higher on the ORAC scale and are considered very high in antioxidants. So we got berries, various berries, such as acai berries, blueberries, cranberries, blackberries, strawberries. All of those are known for high antioxidant content. Cow or dark chocolate contains flavonoids and other compounds that also contribute to its ORAC value. When we have spices, there are a lot of spices high in antioxidants, but some of the highest ranking ones are cloves, cinnamon, oregano, turmeric, and ginger. Nuts and uh, nuts such as almonds, walnuts, and pecans are also high in antioxidants, and they also have been linked to reduce risk of heart disease and other chronic diseases. And then there are many vegetables that are high in antioxidants and have high ORAC values, but some of the highest ranking vegetables include kale, spinach, artichokes, and red bell peppers. Including these antioxidant-rich plant-based foods and spices in your diet can definitely help to promote your overall health and reduce the risk of chronic diseases. Now, let's get back to spermidine. So it's a naturally occurring polyamine. It's found in many plant and animal tissues, and it's been shown to have a wide range of potential health benefits. What is a polyamine? Well, it's an organic compound that plays an essential role in cell growth, in cell proliferation, and various physiological processes. They're composed of multiple amino groups, and they're naturally present in all living cells. The primary polyamines found in humans are putrescine, spermidine, and spermine. Polyamines are involved in DNA stabilization, protein synthesis, cell signaling, and modulation of gene expression. They're crucial for maintaining cellular homeostasis and are associated with diverse biological functions, including cell division, differentiation, and also tissue repair. Research has shown that spermidine can promote longevity in a variety of organisms, including fruit flies, mice, and humans. One study published in the European Heart Journal in 2016 found that spermidine can help protect the heart from age-related damage by promoting autophagy, um, which we just talked about, which is like taking out the trash in the cells. The study found that supplementing with spermidine helped to reduce cardiac hypertrophy and improve cardiac function in older mice. In addition to its cardiovascular benefits, spermidine has also been linked to reduced mortality in humans. A prospective population-based study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition in 2018 found that a higher intake of spermidine was associated with a lower risk of all-cause mortality, as well as a lower risk of cardiovascular disease and cancer-related mortality. The study followed over 800 participants over a 20-year period and found that those with the highest spermidine intake had 25% lower risk of death compared to those with the lowest intake. One of the ways in which spermidine promotes anti-aging effects is through the ability to promote autophagy. And there's another study published in Cell Death and Disease in 2018 that found that spermidine can promote stress resistance in fruit flies through both autophagy-dependent and autophagy-independent pathways. The study found that supplementing with spermidine helped to improve the fly's resistance to various types of stress, including oxidative stress, heat stress, and even starvation. Overall, the research suggests that spermidine may have significant anti-aging effects, in part due to its ability to promote autophagy and stress resistance. A review article published in Science in 2018 highlights the potential of spermidine as a health-promoting supplement, citing evidence from both animal and human studies. While further research is needed to fully understand the mechanisms by which spermidine promotes longevity and to determine the optimal dosages for human supplementation, 
The current evidence suggests that plant-based foods rich in spermidines, so things like soybeans, wheat germ, mushrooms, may offer significant benefits. And there is more research needed, but the available evidence definitely suggests that it's a very promising anti-aging compound. Therefore, think about it, child. Think about incorporating some spermidine-rich foods. And today we'll talk to someone about supplements so you can hear about that and see how you can get more of this Um, to get some of these potential benefits for healthy aging. All right, all right. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will chat with our amazing guest for today. So stay tuned. Are you a woman struggling with horrible periods, fibroids, endometriosis, PCOS, infertility, or unsavory menopausal symptoms? I'm Asosa E, also known as The Raw Girl of therawgirl.com. I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach. And in my Hormone Balancing Academy, me and my team can help you approach any hormonal challenge you are facing from a holistic perspective. Don't take my word only for it. Here's a snippet from a recent client whose fibroid shrunk after following my recommendation. Um, come to find out my fibroid shrunk to a 1.5. Yes, Jesus. (laughs) I was so happy and grateful to God and Asosa and, you know, just her program really. Outside of my fibroid shrinking, I am off of chicken, so I don't do meat. Yes, Jesus. (laughs) And I don't do dairy. Don't, you know, we don't do that anymore. And my weight is steadily at a 101 pounds as of today so my weight did go up um so i'm really happy with you know with my results i'm really grateful to you know to god and to to asosa and her her raw girl program and i highly 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 recommend you sign up for raw girl you won't regret it Just in case you missed it, head on back to season six and hear more of the amazing glow-up stories from women who have overcome infertility, normalized incessant periods, and much more. If you or someone you know are interested in reaching your hormonal health goals with support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a free 20-minute call and a member of our team will talk to you. Until then, stay healthy and happy. Californian-born Leslie Kenny is on a mission, a mission to make aging as easy as possible. Owner of the supplement company Oxford HealthSpan, this Californian discovered the benefits of spermidine while having conversations with research doctors in her local playground in Oxford, England. Struggling with lupus and rheumatoid arthritis and being told she had five years left to live, Leslie went on a mission to discover how she could cure her body and fell into discovering the wonders of autophagy which spermogene induces in the body, so she was very much open to these conversations. Doctors she met in Oxford informed her that it could take up to 10 years to get a supplement approved and onto the market. So Leslie decided to do it herself, and that's when Oxford HealthSpan was created and their first supplement, Primidine Premium Spermidine, was born. Currently available in two formats, gluten-free and regular, this supplement already has plenty of fans, including James Vanderbeek's wife and Kelly Rutherford. Today, at age 57, Leslie is living proof that we can get better with age so long as we take responsibility for our health and meet our doctors halfway. 
Leslie, I'm super excited to have you on Staying Ageless today. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you. I, I first want to talk to you about your own health journey, I guess, what maybe led you to spermidine in the first place, because I feel like most people who become champions of health have a story. <laughs> I yeah. Love to hear what yours might be. I've got, I do have a story. Um, it, uh, it happens at the age of 39. And around that time, I'd spent oh, probably four or five years already trying to get pregnant. And so I was undergoing a lot of IVF treatments and started to feel pain in my hands when I was turning doorknobs or faucets, even typing on my keyboard. And just thought, it's weird, it, it hurts so much. This is what I imagine arthritis would be, but I'm not really old enough to have arthritis. Nevertheless, I thought I'd better go and check it out. I told my doctor, I got tested. And then I got that call that nobody wants, you know, the one where you're expecting the nurse to say, your results are back in and they're fine. Instead, I got a call from the doctor and the doctor said, your results are back in. Can you come in and talk about them? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. never, never a good sign. And so I went right. in, saw the doctor and she said, well, you were right. You do indeed have arthritis. You have what's called rheumatoid arthritis. And yeah. the thing to do is to take immune suppressants. And I was like, okay, great. And she explained to me how I would inject myself uh, with these tiny diabetic needles. I would take these syringe, syringes filled with medicine and inject my belly. And got my head around that. It was already a lot. And then... Uh, she said, but you also have lupus. And I had never heard of this before. Uh, lupus, what is that? And uh, she explained a few things, which I think went completely over my head. Uh, but essentially, she said my immune system was really on high alert. And I said, well, that should be a good thing, right? Because that means that my body can fight things like cancer. Uh, and she explained to me that this was actually more like friendly fire, that my body was attacking my organs as well, uh, organs and tissues. And then what I was feeling in my fingers was my immune system attacking my joints. So oh my I said, okay, right. Um, what's the cure for that? And she said, I'm sorry, but there is no cure for that. So this is the part in the patient conversation where as a patient, we hear these things and we can either say, right, I accept. Um, or in my case, it was like, does not compute, definitely wrong answer. <laughs> Do not like this answer. <laughs> um, I said, wait a second. I am about to do my fifth IVF. Super inconvenient. Not good. We are using donor eggs now. This has to go right. I can't have something that is, you know, has no cure. And you're also the doctor, you're supposed to have the answer. And she looked at me and she said, you have a good five years left. You really shouldn't be doing this IVF, right? Now to a woman who is 39, who's already thinking that their fertility is limited, to one be told, no, don't do this IVF, and I, I can assure you, it takes a lot to get to the mental point where you're ready to do donor eggs and 
also to go through that process to find someone, right? And line them up. And then somebody says, no, that's not going to work. Don't do that. Um, followed by, there is no cure for what you have and you've got five years left. I just thought, okay, again, really bad answer. Don't like that. <laughs> Don't accept that <laughs> because I can't accept it. Can we do the test over again? Is this a false positive? Maybe it's a problem with the test. <laughs> you know, I mean, can't be me, must be the test. And she, you know, she gave me a sympathetic look and she said, with your health insurance, yeah, you can do it again. So I left that meeting determined to learn everything I could about what this was. And to leave no stone unturned until I found something that would at least, the very least, bring me halfway, meet, allow me to meet my doctor halfway so that maybe something could be done. I didn't know what, but I knew that if I was at least at my healthiest state, maybe I would be better material to work with. So that was my, my goal. And I began to read everything about these autoimmune conditions and determine that inflammation was at the core of these. So the immune system reacts, um, has this inflammatory response. And what the immune suppressant drugs do is they, they stop that reaction. Um, but it also leaves you open to getting infection and not being able to fight these infections off. So I thought, well, if I can just remove the inflammation and then at the same time bring the immune system back into homeostasis or balance, then I remove the trigger and I calm the whole system down so that even if the trigger comes back again, my immune system doesn't go haywire. So I went on an anti-inflammatory diet. Dr. Barry Sears had written a book called The Zone Anti-Inflammatory Diet. I went off dairy. I went off gluten. I went off a lot of lectins. I had loads of olive oil, um, probably too much olive oil. I mean, you know if you have too much olive oil because things get a little bit runny. <laughs> and, right. and I was making my own almond milk. Uh, the Vitamix was my best friend lots of plants. And at the same time, I did a, uh, a novel treatment that was called intravenous immunoglobulin, which was uh, a transfusion from other donors, white blood cells from other donors, to essentially calm my immune system down and bring it back to that, to that balance point. Um, I did two rounds of that. Each one was twelve thousand U.S. dollars. I understand that now the wow. price is thirty to ninety thousand dollars. So bear in mind, this was a long time ago. This was eighteen years ago. Yeah, it seemed like an awful lot of money, but you know, those immune suppressant drugs were costing my insurance company five thousand U.S. dollars a month. Wow! And so I had this sort of one-time charge of $24,000 and took four hours for each transfusion. So that was my sort of investment, as it were. And when I went back to my doctor within six months, she did the test and I went back to see her and she said, negative, 
you don't have <laughs> RA and you don't have lupus. And I said, do you mean I don't need to take those drugs? And I'm, I'm really, I don't have those things. And she said, no, you're negative. And I thought that is when the penny dropped. And I thought, but six months ago, I had a death sentence six months ago. I was supposed to take, I was supposed to inject these drugs in my tummy yeah. forever. And do you want to know what I did to change this? No, did she, care? she wasn't interested, but most doctors. This is the part I have a problem with. I yeah. have a problem with the lack of curiosity and <laughs> just like the simple, like just the simple lack of curiosity that your paradigm may be not correct. <laughs> so a, these doctors have no time. They are on a schedule. They have got to get, it's a conveyor belt. Patients yeah. are on a conveyor belt. We've got to get in and get out. And, you know, even if you're going to a private doctor, they have a limited amount of time with you, right? Yeah, it's so unfortunate. at the end of the day, it's unfortunate. At the end of the day, we patients have more data points than yeah, our healthcare practitioners. People should be collecting these data points and be like, We've got it. We've figured out how to get rid of lupus in our community. Yeah. So, so this is it. Is that we have to become not only our own patient advocates, but also our own detectives, right? Yeah. Our own health detectives, and yeah. start to put the puzzle pieces together and understand how our bodies work. And my body will work differently to yours. To differently to somebody else's. What is in the medical handbooks is describing the generality and doctors have a huge role to play, but we patients have a role to play too. We have to take some responsibility and we've got to step into our power as no, advocates. For sure. I, I, I totally agree with you. I, I feel, I mean, this is why I do what I do because I can be that detective for people and listen to people and actually help them get to the root cause. But there's so many aspects of your story that remind me of my patients' stories of like, especially women, just being given a sentence, being like, you'll never have a kid. You're, you're going to die in five years. You're going to, and I don't think those things should ever come out of a health professional's mouth ever. Because <laughs> I actually think that they can create a cognitive thing where your brain agrees. And you're lucky that you were like, I don't think I want to accept this answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think if we had accepted the answer, then would we be having this amazing, awesome conversation today? I don't know. No, I've, you know, I've outlived my diagnosis by 13 years. Uh, I got pregnant naturally without doing anything. No fertility treatments at age 43. Wow. So it's possible, right? Again, possible. And the body is a miracle and we need to start respecting it for the miracle that it is, right? Totally. So how do you get from, that's such an incredible story. I hope it, I think it's going to inspire a lot of people, but how do you get from, so you heal yourself. What, what then leads you to spermidine? (laughs) Well, uh, I, you know, I have two wonderful girls, daughters. Um, the eldest is adopted and the youngest was biological and I'm here in Oxford, England. My husband was from Oxford. So we came to the UK to live And I'm on the playground watching my kids and talking to other parents. And as you do, I fell into conversation, asked them, so, you know, what's happening in your world? And they would tell me 
about amazing things they were doing, transcranial stimulation for depression, or you know, they were looking at uh, expanding umbilical cord stem cells with a particular fluid. I mean, things like this. And I was, wow, that is really impressive. And uh, I'd say, well, this is great. So how can I, how can I get a hold of this? How can I try this? Oh, no, no, no. It's all just experimental. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I, I think I know people who might benefit from this. No, no, no. It's just, just in the research lab. I just want to publish. I'm like, you don't want a company? You should do a company. And then more people can benefit. And they'd say, no, not really my thing. And I'd say, well, I will raise the money for you because Brits don't like asking for money. Most Brits don't like <laughs> asking for money. And I said, well, I'm, I'm happy to do that. <laughs> You know, I'll do it for you. I'm not embarrassed. And so I started fundraising for um, for biotech spinouts from the University of Oxford. But I was only interested in regenerative medicine. And much of what comes out of mm -hmm. Oxford in biotech is drug, uh, drug or medical mm -hmm. device, mm -hmm. primarily drug. Um, now more, you know, some more AI platform type things, but or discovery platforms, but. I wanted to look at stem cells and things that would enable the body to do what it innately knew how to do, which was heal itself. And through that, I was then introduced to an amazing immunologist. So someone in one of the funds here said, hey, you know, there's this, we know that you're very into, into diet and nutrition and the body's, you know, wisdom, innate wisdom to heal. And there's this woman who's looking at an unusual molecule called spermidine, and it'll never be patented because it's found in food, found basically in plants. So it can't be patented, but uh, it's getting some amazing results in the animal model. So you might want to look at it. And the more I did the research, the more astonished I was. Then I got to wow. meet the two wonderful women behind that research, um, Katja Simon and Dr. Gada Al-Saleh. And I just thought, this is, this is wonderful. This has to be brought to market. And it wasn't in the United States. I wanted my mother in Southern California to have it. And it does naturally occur in a traditional Japanese dish, a fermented soybean dish called natto, but it smells terrible. And it has this slimy mouthfeel and uh, it's like cobwebs. It's basically like cobwebs and peas and people just can't get over the cobweb bed, you know? <laughs> Yeah. I see you shaking your head. I've tried. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. <laughs> a lot of people can't. A lot of people can't. And so I thought, and my my mother was getting a lot of flack from my stepfather about it because it does smell so bad. And I thought, well, I'll get this to her, but I'll get it to her in capsule form. So one of spermidine's superpowers is that it triggers something called autophagy. It is the body's ability to clean out dead cells and recycle them into new cells. This is a, such a revolutionary idea that the 2016 Nobel Prize in Medicine or Physiology was awarded to Japanese scientist Yoshinori Osumi for his discovery of the mechanism of action of it. 
And the Japanese really lead the world in terms of published scientific papers on autophagy. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to go to Japan, given that it is in high quantities in the traditional Okinawan blue zone diet. And it is already in things like natto. Uh, I wanted to go there to see what kind of raw materials I could find that had this and where I could encapsulate it. And I found a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful supplier. Um, and we're the exclusive distributor for this particular spermidine. It's derived from wheat and from wheat germ, highly concentrated wheat germ. And it has the other polyamines such as spermine and putrescine in it that are part of a virtuous recycling loop. So spermine is involved with DNA methylation and putrescine is a precursor to both. All these names are terrible. If people can get over the fact they sound terrible, we'll just have to focus on why they are so important. They mm -hmm. allow cells to grow. When a, uh, the name comes from sperm, uh, and that is because it is present in sperm. Um, one, because it's very tiny and it allows DNA to be wrapped very tightly um, into the package of the, uh, of the sperm so that it can move quickly enough to get inside the egg. Um, it's also there because uh, of the fact that it will help. It's anti-inflammatory and it will combat a lot of the reactive oxygen species when sperm is manufactured. That turns out to be a very high ROS uh, activity for men. Now, in women, when we are pregnant and we're about to give birth, our breast milk is full of spermidine. Wow. Exactly. So it's about, it's 50% uh, of what is in breast milk is a fructooligosaccharide, which the baby mm -hmm. cannot digest. It is just there to mm -hmm. feed the gut bacteria that the, the mother will bequeath to the baby as the baby passes through the birth canal. So that's, that's that 50%. The other 50% is very, very high in fat and also full of spermidine so that the baby can grow. It also is there because it will help seal up the infant uh, gastrointestinal tract. So the gut lining, as you know, is only one cell thick. And it needs to be sealed up so that undigested food particles don't cross from the gut into the bloodstream and provoke an autoimmune attack. So, uh, so it does that. It also grows the villi, the, the finger, the shag carpet fingers inside the gut lining that help us digest uh, our food. And so the taller those villi are, the greater the surface area to absorb those nutrients. So Mother Nature is unbelievably wise. Wow. Mm -hmm. Who could have thought, yeah, breast milk has fructooligosaccharides for the gut bugs in the gut biome that make vitamins and neurotransmitters, and then this high-fat, high-spermidine diet for the baby. So when we're babies, that is the time in our lives when we have the highest concentration of spermidine. Hmm. We make it in our tissues, though, even when we're older. We make it in our tissues, in our gut biome, and then we ingest it almost, almost entirely from plants. There will be some in chicken liver for instance, but, or, or any kind of, um, any kind of bird liver, 
I think a turkey liver. I've never, never tried that, but you could get some there too. Um, however, I always say, and I mentioned this to you before the show recorded, that people on the carnivore diet are not going to get very much spermidine. And it is really important for that process of autophagy to happen throughout our lives, as well as to continue to help the gut lining seal up. So our gut lining renews itself every 72 hours, but it is a continual process. And we do need spermidine, spermine, putrescine in there to help with that sealing up of the, the gut lining, the growth of new cells, um, and the, the health and integrity of the, the villi. That's awesome. Um, that's a really, really good breakdown of spermidine and what it does. I, I guess a lot of people are probably like, okay, well, that sounds amazing. Um, <laughs> but what do I do about it? You know? Yeah. And I well, know you can get spermidine from food and you can, and you've created this amazing supplement. Do you have an opinion about whether or not it is better to get it in supplement form versus trying to consume it in food? Obviously, the benefit of taking a supplement is the amount you can consume at one time. But yeah. do you have an opinion about that? Yes, I think you. I think ideally, you would get it from both sources. And uh, the reason why is that although we we guarantee a minimum of one milligram of spermidine per daily dose which mm -hmm. is the minimum effective dose found to improve cognition and memory in those with subjective cognitive decline. Um, you know, people have such good results on it that I can't, of course you would want to have natto. Of course you would want to have um, shiitake mushrooms and peas, which are all high in spermidine. I have never had people come to me and say, wow, I've got all these new baby hairs that are growing in. And, you know, my gray hair is reversing in these baby hairs. And nobody has ever said that to me when they went on a high pea or shiitake mushroom right. diet before. But when they go on our formulation, we do get this. And, um, and so, so that's the thing. I would say both. Certainly the fiber is very important in plants. Everyone should have, you know, they say in Britain, you have to have five portions of, of fruit and veg a day. Uh, mm -hmm. Apparently in France, it's 11. You know? wow. <laughs> yeah. And we need a lot of plant material to feed the mitochondria and our gut biome. And uh, if we feed them, they'll take very good care of us, but they do need those indigestible fibers and I just think people aren't getting them in their diet. Um, so I would, I would say go for, go for both. And okay. And, and with your supplement, what, is there a recommended dose? Like how, how do you figure out the dosage of this? So the dosage is really based on the scientific research in humans. Um, so we've looked at the studies where they, all the human studies have been done using food-derived uh, spermidine. And what I will say is there, there are synthetic spermidine products. The only thing mm -hmm. is they've never been tested for safety or efficacy in humans, which is why, as a business person, I shy away from those because you never know what might... You don't, we don't know what we don't know, right? right. And so food-derived is really the better way because we have co-evolved with plants. Our bodies 
recognize the molecular signature of plants. And there are also cofactors in plants that we have not yet identified that you won't get in a synthetic. So synthetic spermidine, for instance, doesn't have spermine or putrescine. We don't know what else it doesn't have, for instance. So, but the dosing is, is all based on what uh, experiments have already been done in humans. And the, uh, the experiment on a memory and cognition was done in cohorts that were over the age of 60 and under the age of 90. But that's a, that is a cohort that do tend to have memory and cognition issues. So what is happening there is that autophagy uh, in the brain appears to be making the difference um, to mem better memory and cognition. Yeah, I, I think the first thing that really caught me was like, wait, what? I can take something that's going to activate the same thing as fasting? Because I love fasting, but not everyone loves fasting and not every client wants to fast. So I was like, this is very fascinating. Reduced inflammation. I think the, the stories about the client's hair turning dark again is pretty amazing. And can you speak to, because one of my, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> That's so cool. That's a 79-year-old oh woman. Do you see how it's dark at the roots yes. and gray at the ends? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh that was after goodness. five months. So it's, uh, yeah, it's it's quite astonishing. But can <laughs> it's you not speak, everyone. One of the things that a lot of my patients deal with is hormonal imbalance. I have a hormone balancing academy, and I help women with, actually, I've helped people give birth naturally who've been on IVF for a long time. I also have helped people with fibroids and endometriosis and all kinds of stuff. What does it do for like female hormones? So there was a Canadian, there's one human trial that I know of um, that in, it involved both spermine and spermidine together. So uh, it was also food derived and uh, it was a slightly higher, well, slightly, it was a higher dose. It was a fivefold higher dose. So they used five milligrams and we know we can safely go up to six milligrams per day, according to the European Food Safety Authority. Okay. Um, in the cohort of, um, of men and women, the hormones balanced tremendously. So uh, cortisol dropped by half in both, in both, in both uh, genders. Wow. Uh, in the men, the testosterone went up, I think it was by about 58%. In women, progesterone and estradiol normalized. But what was interesting was that the precursors to those, which are DHEA and pregnenolone, also normalized, which wow. was very, which was quite interesting. So, you know, one study does not, one month. What? It was That's quick. wild. It was quick. Yeah, it was, it was very, very quick. I mean, if we think about other things like um, Agnes Castus, I'm sure right. you've used Agnes Castus, and that has a nice balancing effect. Uh, it can help with some of those luteal phase defects. Um, I think what might be happening here is that you've got a decreased inflammation and, um, and you've also, you're reducing cortisol you're reducing that, which preserves progesterone. So yeah. cortisol is made from progesterone. So suddenly you've got all this extra progesterone and things just start to even out. I mean, it's, 
the body's always trying to go back to its point of least friction, its balance point, homeostasis. So, you know, if you give it the chance, it will do that. And I think that might be what's happening. Um, wow. is just pushing down the cortisol. I mean, we wow. all know, you will have seen this with your, with your patients, that, that women who are stressed out cannot get pregnant. It's true. It's right? so true. It's, it's so true. Um, I guess the, the other thing I want to ask is, how do you feel or, or what do you know, uh, spermidine, how does it stack up against all of the other? There's just so many supplements. <laughs> there are a lot, yeah. And, you know, I'm like very big. I love supplements. When I find the right one, I'm like, ooh, yes. But I really, really like people to focus on like, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Get your whole right. life together. Get your spiritual life together. Get your, you know, physical activity together because all of that matters for longevity. So I think people are looking for a magic pill and they're like, which magic pill should I take? You know what I mean? <laughs> they're not sure. <laughs> so so what? how I look at this, especially in the context of aging, is the theory around the pathways down which we age. So there are 12 agreed upon hallmarks of aging. And these include things like stem cell and mitochondrial dysfunction, um, shortening of the telomeres, those end caps on our DNA, mm -hmm. um, things like impaired protein folding, uh, inter intercellular communication, a lack of autophagy, gut dysbiosis, inflammation. <clears throat> if we look at all of those 12 hallmarks, spermidine inhibits nine out of 12, 75%. Wow. <clears throat> so and the way I always look, I always try to look at it or explain it to people is imagine that your home is a bit of a mess and mm -hmm. you just try to clean and tidy things as much as you can. But as soon as you clean one thing, more stuff comes up. Now, if you had a cleaner come in to help you, how much more time would you have to get rid of other stuff, right? Now, imagine that you have nine housekeepers coming into your house, would you be able to get to those three other things that need to get done? So that's the way I like to think of it. Spermidine, mm. it will tackle nine of those 12 hallmarks. And there are some very important ones like cell renewal and regeneration. That is autophagy. Yeah. And we know there's a wonderful quote that says, um, we age we don't, autophagy doesn't falter because we age. We age because autophagy is not functioning. Mm. In other words, if we can get autophagy functioning again, we can really push that lever on aging. Right. And right. I think it's effectively what I did 18 years ago when I was diagnosed with two autoimmune diseases, which we would say, you know, I was aging biologically faster. And these are, these chronic diseases are diseases of aging. And mm -hmm. in reversing them and putting the immune system back into balance, I effectively reversed my age. Mm -hmm. And that is what the hope is with these new geroprotectors. I mean, spermidine is not the only geroprotector, but in terms of the things that it does, it does more than any of the others except for rapamycin, which is an immune suppressant 
that is used with organ transplant patients so they don't reject their donor organs. And again, I would want to see human studies. That's a synthetic chemical. I would really want to see human safety and efficacy trials before I took something like that. That's just me. You know, I've been on the contraceptive pill for 10 years. I've done the synthetic stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of not interested in more. I'm a label reader. I, you know, I don't want endocrine disrupting fragrances or cleaning uh, agents. I'm very careful. I have to be because I've, I've used up eight of my nine lives, right? Right, right. Wow. Wow. Is there any issue with people who are gluten sensitive with the wheat germ component or, or not really? Um, well, there are a couple of things. One is that there is there are 40 milligrams of gluten in that particular, in primidine uh, original. And that is the equivalent of Americans tend to have large slices of bread, one one hundredth of an American slice of bread or one fiftieth okay. of a European slice of bread. <laughs> and, and so it is, so it's a small amount. It's definitely not good for celiacs though, because you, that would be a real problem. But I, I thought about this and I've been on the autoimmune paleo diet myself before, and you can't have any lectins. So no wheat there. So we also have primidine gluten-free. So primidine GF, which is actually three autophagy activators and three anti-inflammatories, all food-derived. One is from a very unusual strain of chlorella that happens to have naturally occurring high amounts of spermidine. And so we had to hunt. We had to test over 100 different varieties to find it. Um, You know that, that most chlorella has a lot of iodine, this one actually has almost, it has almost none. So the properties vary from strain to strain. And then we added in a, um, a Japanese lime from Okinawa. And the peel has something in it called nobilitin, which is an autophagy activator as well. You might've heard that bergamo, um, bergamo lemons, they also can activate autophagy. So this Okinawan lime called shikawasa actually has the highest concentration of this autophagy activator, even higher than bergamo. And so it has that, and then curcumin in turmeric. So we've gotten some nice um, nice turmeric that's grown. Turmeric is tuber. And so the soil it's grown in is really important. So we get it also from Okinawa. And that nice volcanic soil is full of minerals. And it's got this lovely curcumin. And that's also an autophagy activator too. So, um, you know, that particular product would be the right one for someone who is gluten sensitive. Well, you can go to Oxford Health Span. So um, Oxford Health, just as they sound, and then span, like the span of a bridge, span.com. And then you can find me also at the Oxford Longevity Project, uh, org, which is a nonprofit that I co-founded together with um, three other Oxford academics or medical doctors who, like me, really want to get the message across that aging, um, if you, if you do the right things, you can age healthily 
and you can swerve those chronic diseases of aging. And then finally, I have my own personal um, Instagram account, which is Leslie's New Prime, L-E-S-L-I-E, then S, and then New Prime for the new prime of life. Because at age, I'll be 58 in June. I feel like I'm just starting. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so do you. <laughs> we will send you some. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Are you interested in living your best, healthiest life? I'm Asosa E, also known as The Raw Girl of therawgirl.com, and I'm a certified nutrition specialist and behavioral coach who specializes in helping you discover what exercise and diet is best for your body and get to the root cause and rebalance if you have a serious chronic condition. Clients who've worked with me have reversed diabetes, hypertension, balanced hormonally, gotten rid of acne for good, and lost hundreds of pounds. If you are interested in reaching your health goals with some support this year, visit therawgirl.com to sign up for a 20-minute call with yours truly. Until then, stay healthy and happy. Attention, superfood lovers. You all may know that my favorite African superfood of all time is Moringa. Why? Moringa has 92 nutrients, 46 antioxidants, and all eight essential amino acids, making it an amazing plant-based source of protein. Every part of the plant could be used. I personally use Moringa oil on my face daily, and I use Moringa powder to add my smoothies, make Moringa bread, or sprinkle on meals for added nutrition from a company called True Moringa. Founded in 2013, True Moringa is created jobs and community with their amazing skincare and wellness products. The coolest part, every time you make a purchase from True Moringa, they plant a tree in your name. To date, they have planted over 3 million Moringa trees to combat deforestation and malnutrition in Ghana. To check out their awesome products, visit truemoringa.com and use the code RAWGIRL at checkout for 10% off and free shipping over $20. If you are already a diehard fan or becoming one, this year you have the opportunity to join their True Moringa Challenge and get free Moringa oil for a year. $104 in value. Customers who have used their oil say it helps to bring their skin back into balance, deeply moisturize, and minimize signs of premature aging. All you have to do is follow at The Raw Girl and at True Moringa on Instagram and email us at media at therawgirl.com with before and after photos or videos of your skin transformation after using the oil along with your story. Don't miss out on the chance to get a full year of product. Can't wait to hear from you. Okay, y'all, it's time to take a question from Instagram or email. Remember, if you would like to have your question answered on the show, all you have to do is send me a DM. Slide up in my DMs on Instagram at TheRawGirl or contact me via my website, TheRawGirl.com. Today's question is from Sanja via Instagram who says, I'm interested in learning more about natural skincare and beauty routines that can help slow down the aging process. Are there any specific ingredients or products you suggest incorporating into my skincare regimen? Absolutely, Sanja. Um, although I don't know you, so I <laughs> can't give you very specific advice, which I always prefer. Um, but when it comes to natural skincare and beauty routines that promote youthful skin and slow down the aging process, there are several key ingredients that you can consider. First and foremost, hydration is 
essential. So you make sure to drink plenty of water throughout the day to keep your skin hydrated from within and also keep your skin youthful. In terms of specific ingredients, incorporating natural oils, um, my favorite is moringa oil, rosehip seed oil, argan oil, or jojoba oil into your skincare routine can be highly beneficial. All of these oils are rich in antioxidants and they have very nourishing properties that help moisturize the skin and reduce the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. Obviously, you need to take into consideration your actual skin type. So if you are someone who is more oily or more combination, you might want to just experiment with these things and see how you react. Um, the other thing is vitamin C. So ingredients like aloe vera, green tea extract, things with vitamin C, and it can work wonders for your skin. I love using baobab oil as well for this reason because of the incredible amount of vitamin C in baobab. Um, aloe vera has soothing and hydrating properties and green tea extract or any product that has that in there promotes antioxidant protection as well. Vitamin C in the form of a serum, topical treatment, um, and also when taken internally can help boost collagen production, which is very important, and brighten the complexion. Remember, consistency is key. So sticking to a regular skincare routine that includes gentle cleansing, exfoliation, and moisturizing is, is the business, okay? And don't forget to protect your skin also from the sun. So if you are someone who's very sensitive, make sure that you have something that helps to shield your skin from harmful UV rays to prevent premature aging. Um, and obviously, you know, make sure that your products are not full of a bunch of toxic ingredients. That's one of the first things. Um, when I got very, very serious about my skin, one of the first things I had to do was throw out a bunch of toxic products and keep it very, very simple. So I suggest you find what works for you and keep it as simple as you can. I hope that helps you. All right, all right. It is time to close out today's show. And if you're looking for something new to add to your supplement regimen or support slowing the aging process, consider incorporating more spermidine-rich foods into your diet or trying out a spermidine supplement. Child, I was too happy with the results of trying Leslie's supplement. So I'll leave more info in the show notes about how you can purchase it. Leave a comment or DM me on Instagram at the raw girl and let me know if you try it and what results you get. If you got a gray hair child that turns black like mine, let me know. <laughs> I hope to hear from you soon. Today, I leave you with a quote from Anne Wigmore. The food you eat can either be the safest and the most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison. Child, choose medicine over poison this week. Well, that's all for today, sis. If you're looking for more health tips or have a question for the show, find me on Instagram at TheRawGirl. You can also find me and contact me through my website, therawgirl.com. To watch my free diet training, The Six Keys to Determine Your Ideal Diet, visit www.therawgirl.com forward slash six ways free class. And to watch my free hormone training, The Secret to Resetting Your Hormones, even if you have fibroids, endometriosis, PCOS, or heavy bleeding, visit www.therawgirl.com forward slash free dash training. For more on this show or to listen to past episodes, visit stayingagelessshow.com. 